And we're live. Live. From my extra bedroom converted <laughs> studio. Okay. Uh, I have something I wanted to look up for you. All right. So my icebreaker I was having for this one. Would you be surprised if I told you that the Men in Black movies, mm-hmm. do you know that they were based off of a comic? I knew there was a comic. I didn't know that they were based off of a comic. Do you, could you ever guess which comic? Like comic manufacturer, comic <clears throat> writers. I have zero idea. Marvel Comics. Men in Black Marvel. Mm-hmm. Men Seriously? in Black is from Marvel Comics. I was watching Men in Black yesterday, last night. Yeah. Uh, we turned it on, the first one, and yeah, it says based on the Marvel Comics. Men in Black. Interesting. So how old are the comics then? Because I know the... F- Let's look more the original Men in Black was pretty old. Pretty old. I think that... Didn't it come out in like the 80s? What? 90s? In the 90s, like mid-90s. Well, that's old for me because that's when I was born. Black. 1997, so the year I was born. Let's see. Men in Black Comics. The Men in Black is American comic book created and handwritten by Lowell Cunningham, illustrated by Sandy Carthers. Published by Airsil Comics. What is this? Why would they say that it was on Marvel then? I don't. Uh, apparently, there were six issues created Publishers by Lowell Marvel Cunningham. Comics. Now owned by. Oh, I see. It was oh. Aerosol Comics and Malibu Comics, which are were then bought out by Marvel. Okay, so it wasn't in the. It's not in the Marvel universe. Right. It wasn't even written by Marvel. It was just written by some people that were bought out by them. Yep. Uh, okay. It had, interesting though. Uh, publication between January 1990 <clears throat> to July 1991 of just six issues. Yeah. So that's just, pretty crazy. Just a year, year and a half about there. And then, and then six years later, the movie, Men came in Black out. movie, came out. That's crazy because I wonder if the comics were really popular or if it was just kind of obscure. Right. Because to, to be bar- bought out by Marvel. Well, I wonder if it was bought out by Marvel right before making the movies because they saw something in it and then it blew up after the movies. Let's see about that. I can see that too. 1994. So there was a three-year three, three year gap after the Men in Black was bought, uh, yeah. created, published, and then three years before the movies were created. Interesting. Okay. So you said 1994. So three years after the comics came out, they did nothing to it, except they probably started development with the movies there. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. I I was just really thrown off by that. But now we see that they just bought them out because they're a bunch of fucking fat cats with their nice monocles and monopoly money. Accurate. It's time Go to time. Well, I thought we had something. All right, all right. Uh, we're we're back. MDC. We're watching the season finale of The Last of Us. The last episode, I named it uh, "Die, David, Die." You you named it Rampage. What are you naming this episode? Shorter is not better. Shorter is not, but I know the runtime was like seven, eight minutes less or something like it's that. Forty-three minutes total. It's the shortest episode of this series of the season so far. You fucking cut us out. You know I that. Know. I was so disappointed. I 
I saw that before I pushed play. I was like, I don't know. You guys are, I feel like I'm going to be missing out on a lot. Yeah. And sure enough, I did. I didn't see that. So, like, mm-hmm. I was watching it and I was like, holy cow. Like, so much is happening. Like, and then all of a sudden it just ends and I was like, what? Jump to the end. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks a fucking lot, HBO. Um, I named this episode <laughs> Die, Fireflies, Die. <laughs> it's a good one right uh rampage part two. Oh, yeah rampage <laughs> part two um it was called look for the light <clears throat> blah, 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 blah. uh so we got to see in here though ellie's mom and yes. who was also the voice for ellie in the video games mm-hmm. fun fact i've probably seen that all over the place now uh but was uh bitten in the middle of birth i told you last week when we watched the trailer i was like they're doing a blade they're doing a blade where the the mom gets bit as she's going into labor yeah and blade becomes a vampire ellie becomes uh a fungus so their children are literal funguses (laughs) parasites yeah uh and uh so then uh Joel and Ellie are now nearing the end of their journey. Oh, hold up. I had one point <clears throat> for that. Yeah. Um, I was actually kind of surprised because um, Ellie's mom looks a lot like Bella, the actress who plays Ellie. Oh, she kind of does. She like I didn't think about that. Like I just saw the resemblance there. For a second, I thought that that was her real mom, and then I realized mm-hmm. who it was. Ellie and Joel now. Okay, so how how did you feel about this relationship development w- between the two of them? Like, for me, it, they very much jumped into, okay, season nine, season finale of we're best buds, we're, we're inseparable now, I'm going to tell you my deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah. Uh, Here's my diary. A little bit of a, basically, a <laughs> little bit of a role reversal here. Because when we first saw Ellie and Joel together, Joel was the one that was very cold, basically mm-hmm. telling Ellie to shut up, keep her eyes on the map, so on and so forth. And Ellie's the one that was trying to be lighthearted, make jokes, get Joel to laugh and get along with him. But Joel was kind of trying Connect. to keep his distance yeah. because, I mean, he just didn't want to risk suffering the pain that he suffered when Sarah died. More loss, yeah. Yeah. And so now it's a complete role reversal. We see Ellie kind of at the start kind of recovering from her PTSD from the attack by David, mm-hmm. um, almost getting chopped to bits and pieces and almost getting raped by David. Or eaten. Or both. Both. And um, yeah, and, and now we open up with Joel, you know, trying to get her to laugh, trying to um, ask her if she'd be interested in learning how to play guitar, which is mm-hmm. one of his passions. And she's just kind of giving him the cold shoulder, like not really paying attention to him. Yeah, you can tell that her mind really isn't there. Yeah, and I mean that, understandably, that that's PTSD there. But uh, yeah, it was. It seemed like he was getting her to open up as well because uh, I'll say that it's good to open up to people around you and whatnot. But it was just a complete from episode eight to episode nine, just flip, and now Joel's really opened up kind of thing. So once you have his loyalty, this dude, mm-hmm. this dude will bear no secrets. Broke down the walls right then, before making us feel connected. Before that big punchline at the end. Exactly. We like we that that's the big thing that they don't get connected to anybody there. Just HBO style. They're mm-hmm. going to kill everybody. Game of Thrones, all over again. Yep. I. 
I didn't quite expect that. I haven't learned my lesson enough. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. <laughs> because, yeah, they, they finally get there and it, they, they're, they're going to kill off Ellie. They're ready to kill her off and mm-hmm. say, oh, we need her for science. You know what? All right. You, you follow up with something because I got a big ass rant about their, their science program that they're running at the Fireflies. Right now. Okay. Yeah, so with that whole thing, I mean, this the cure is basically experimental. Like we have no idea if it's actually going to work. If it's not, it's just basically what the doctor thinks it's going to work. They ran tests. Yeah. Air quote tests. Exactly. Air quote tests. And how can you even test when there's only one of Ellie? Okay, my turn. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go. Go for it. Yeah, okay. Oh, uh, dude, you can't you can't have one surgeon and he is just sitting here saying yes i think this is going to work and then he goes forward with it where's the people back checking him there should be like a board there should be peer review there should be studies all right fireflies take notes you can't just have just one surgeon and be like oh all hail the surgeon here it's not dr strange okay right one guy knows the secret formula like (laughs) even coca-cola has three people that know the formula fucking piss off all right you can't just go and say i I presume that if we just cut her open her brain and get where the fungus is growing, that I will be able to replicate, duplicate it, the cells and create a vaccine. Okay. No, you saw that it was growing right underneath her arm. Mm-hmm. You, you could, you could get one of those cells it, or at least right next to it because the fungus we saw from uh, like episode three or so where they cut open that woman where she was bitten and it was all fungus. Yeah. It's right underneath it. We can see it under her skin. Exactly. Kind of thing. It doesn't so have to be You can see the cordyceps the growing. Mm-hmm. So I wonder I wonder what it is specifically about the brain. Is that the, the origin somehow of the cordyceps in the body? Does it go straight to yeah. the brain and then it affects the rest? The, no, it doesn't infect the rest. It goes straight to the central nervous system. Okay. Uh, and so the brain is part of the central nervous system all the way down uh, from your brain to your tailbone. All of that is practically your central nervous system, and it will then control your um, all of your actions, yeah, for you kind of thing. And that uh, so it's not that they're entirely filled up with pus, but if we saw like the bloaters and stuff, they are more so because it just it's a fungus; it grows yeah. and continues. So it grows. starts internal and then it externalizes. It's, it starts in your central nervous system, mm-hmm. right? Once it once it enters your your bloodstream and or uh, your skin, however you're bitten and scratched, yeah, whatever. All right, that's not the point. I'm pissed at the fucking surgeon. Okay, yeah, you can't. I I'm very disappointed that in 20 years that they they just had one surgeon. He's probably a, a fucking dropout, a med school dropout. I'm sure he was. And he was like, I have an idea. Yeah, I was in med school. I'm qualified, and no, and the fucking world has ended all around him. And they're like, "Yeah, this guy's got great ideas." It's been twenty years. Like, can't tell me that he's like fresh up with all the stuff that he studied. Yeah, and he's a surgeon. What kind of sur- is he? A neurosurgeon? Yeah. If he's not a neurosurgeon, don't go fucking digging around in the brains. Even if he is a neurosurgeon, like that is something that I would assume would take a lot of practice and upkeep to maintain that level of skill. And it is dirty there. Mm-hmm. I would presume that it is extremely dirty. It is not. Uh, they do not have uh, have the the proper 
antibacterial or anything that they need. But I mean, I guess they're killing Ellie, so it doesn't really matter. I suppose. Yeah, Yeah. because that's all infected. But what did surprise me was that whole gun battle. Oh, what's up? One pass. They get a pass for that. Whatever. Oh, yeah. One pass for that. Uh, um, the, the get the gun battle. Uh, Joel yes. climbing his way back up. Yeah. yeah, Joel climbing his way back up. But all those shots that were fired and the uh, surgeon, the two nurses were just kind of chilling there and were like, oh, my goodness. I didn't hear you coming. Oh, my goodness. It's like you didn't hear all the gunshots. <laughs> the murder, the screams. Yeah. Nice try. No, it cracks me up because Joel, Papa Joel, Pedro there, he just walked through there like it was a garden kind of thing that level took me like three hours okay that yeah. was that was quite intense yeah they went through it pretty quick <laughs> and um one thing i really liked was as soon as joel realized what he needed to do his whole demeanor changed mm-hmm. he was like calm he was collected like almost emotionless yeah. the way that he Cold went stone killer cold yeah exactly and he gets up to the the surgeon and he's just kind of like no emotion in his voice that scared me a little bit like it gave me a little bit of tingles oh. there it's the unhook her and then the surgeon's like but no and then he's like unhook her boom yeah unhook her like emotionless he yeah that was that was another level of acting for uh pedro pascal mm-hmm. that was that was very intense i i gave me i speechless running through it in my mind again speechless again and now i see what you meant with the whole joel would probably kill women and children i see it now he killed marlene yeah he killed marlene and he did it almost in the same fashion fashion he he had a little bit more conscious thought behind it kind of there there wasn't even i mean he just it was a bit more and then he sets ellie down and then he turns back around now you just follow us boom yeah it was a it was a I'm saying it was a bit more than the surgeon. Oh, he yeah. just kills a surgeon. How many surgeons do you got? Do you think you have running around in 2023 post-apocalyptic kind of deal? Not and much. he's just <laughs> blown away kind of yep. deal. He, yeah, he had a little bit more where he said, "You're just going to follow us," and he blew her away. Yeah, kind of thing. But still, just as cold mm-hmm. about it. There's a little bit more thought, but yeah, I am surprised he didn't kill the two nurses up there, though. You'd think that he would have gotten rid of all the evidence of everything that he did, but he left the two nurses well alive. Oh, I would have. Uh, why stop there? Find their base. Find find their outpost mm-hmm. and, and off all of them, too. Seriously. Why not? Well, yeah. You know what? There's no rules in the post-apocalyptic world. Okay. I think <laughs> that that's what little is being forgotten here is that it was the only thing stopping him was dying. Yeah. That That's all that stops you. And he wasn't concerned about that at all did you see in that part of the scene uh of him clearing out the hospital where somebody was took off running down the hall yeah and then uh, a guy leaned over the nursing counter and covered him Mm -hmm. joel came around and and picked that guy off we never got to see who it was that was running oh oh i didn't catch that yeah that's definitely going to be leading up into the season two of it okay or that's what it did in the the last of us part two yeah so um i want to give us a little bit of time to play the game and whatnot so that way we can we can get refreshed on that and we can come back to it but definitely make remember that moment it was very slight 
Because that's the big thing is, oh, nothing, nothing's going to come back and bite me in the ass now. I saved Ellie and we went and lived in Jackson. And, you know, left multiple witnesses to the mass murder that he just committed. Right. How how would you be able to track anybody down now afterwards? Because he, ki- he killed just about everybody in that building. Well, the, the runner guy, the two nurses. Mm-hmm. So there's three right there. And... It's a big world, but there's not that many survivors, not, not that many camps of survivors. And being that Tommy seems to be one of the biggest ones that we've ran into so far, uh-huh. I would assume that one of the survivors might end up there you and think recognize so? Joel. Because that's uh, Salt Lake City to, uh, was it Cheyenne, Wyoming? Yep. It wasn't Cody. It was Cody. Was it Cody? Wasn't it? Because that's where Tommy was. Cody, Wyoming. Out of Cody, Wyoming. I think it was right out of Cody, Wyoming. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. I don't know how you would track somebody all the way up there. Who knows? You gotta have some amazing fucking skills. Yeah. Or uh, just coincidence. Because he just drove out of there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you couldn't even follow the bot from where Marlene was murdered. She was just straight up murdered. Yeah. All right. And to then find the tracks of where that car went because you don't know that's true joel joel and ellie didn't assumably didn't say that they came from cody wyoming i don't think they did yeah so it'd have to be a coincidence for for one of those three to end up there i think fucking plot yeah all right um (laughs) the big thing that i'm ready to close out on on here for my last point (laughs) uh now that you've figured out why Ellie was immune, because they told you, uh, Marlene told Joel that it was believed that sh- the mother was bit when she was giving birth. And that's why Ellie was immune to it. She, You could just farm babies, all right? Farm the babies, Joel, and farm their baby brains. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You're thinking that? Like, <laughs> yeah, 100%. Like, they're, they're more than willing to kill Ellie, but apparently Marlene has known this the whole entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, just do a baby farm. I mean, obviously, that's still horrible and atrocious that you're killing babies, but arguably, that's better than somebody who's who has it's a whole life humane. in relationship. I mean, I wouldn't say it's humane, but it's better a little bit. It's a lesser of two evils. That's why um, yeah. a lesser of two evils is more humane. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. yeah, start uh, a little baby farm. Make, yeah. some, va- make some vaccines. You, and you all you really need them? is one, and then you just, like, clone it. On 2003 technology, you don't have that. I'm pretty sure they do, because all you have to do is just grow the cells. That's That shouldn't be very complicated in theory. Then again, I am no biologist. But it, but if they were able from one from one of Ellie, yeah. if they're able to cure the entire... Oh, yeah, no, I'm not saying just farm the babies to make in a vaccination for oh, every person. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. That is left. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's what I was picturing. No. Pop out another vaccine, baby. No. Duty, so, duty. Uh, my theory. You ready for it? You have uh, somebody who is, uh, let's say, locked up. They're in prison for something. They're in prison for murder in this post-apocalyptic world. They're arrested within the communism. And they instead of putting them to death condemning them to death by hanging or whatever guillotine let's bring back the guillotine all right post-apocalyptic guillotines 
But, uh, so instead, donate their body to science, post-apocalyptic science, and capture one infected, just a, a runner, um, and put them in a room while they're in labor. Okay. Let them get bitten or scratch just a little bit. Pull the infected back off. He's on a chain. Okay. Poop the baby out. Poop the baby out. The baby is now going to be immune to it. Mm. Then you can harvest that baby's brain. You don't have any connection to the convict or the convicted fetus. Okay. Because they're all one. Yeah. (laughs) And then you have that baby. Give it maybe a year. Just uh, keep it alive. And then you dissect its brain. Why keep it alive for a year though? Why not just immediately? I don't know. Because, well, if it. I, all right, I'm not an exact scientist here, okay? I see, I see what you're I'm, saying. Like, I'm give a slight time to... scientist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I come up with the theories, and it's for other people to prove them. All right? <laughs> so if we don't need it for a year, we cut, we scale back six months, okay? But I'm well, just why, saying. Why, why even six months? Why did you just not do it? To right let now? the fungus grow in the brain. The fungus seemed to grow, like, quite quickly, though. Yeah, quite, uh, it takes, like, three days yeah, uh, at most kind of thing, but yeah. uh, I'm sure you also have to test the baby too and make sure the baby's actually immune. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and you you might need a couple babies here, okay? Yeah, because if the uh, trial and error. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but you know how it's done now. Um, but then, uh, or because I don't think you could really let a baby get bitten, and, or a immune baby get bitten, and then be able to just cut open where they were bitten no but harvest the brain just like with ellie yeah exactly and so then you don't got ellie running around for like 12 years and you're growing connected to her yeah a baby six months a year does it suck yes a hundred percent is it your own child no i'm not saying sacrifice your own child that's what the problem was here was that they were wanting joel to sacrifice his own child ellie has become now his own child yeah I'm saying sacrifice the convict baby. Yeah. Sad as it is, that'd probably be the best <laughs> best way to cure the apocalypse. Right? You all of them, all of those people have done extremely shitty things. Mm-hmm. Extremely shitty things to other people who were probably equally shitty or less shitty, and now they're dead because they weren't as shitty as you are. Yeah. Right? That's a pretty big plot hole. Right? But then you you have to kill you have to you have to crack a couple eggs to make an omelet, okay? <laughs> crack crack a couple baby heads to make an omelet, <laughs> to make a cure. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. That, that I'm just throwing out theories. All right. <laughs> I like it. It it's that simple makes enough to it makes follow. sense to my monkey brain. Yeah, it's simple enough to follow. And if you guys have anything better, you, you're more than welcome to try to to outdo me. But you're never going to. You won't do it. You can't. <laughs> All right. I do have a couple a couple points. So I had a problem with the whole scene where uh, Joel and Ellie they get into that skyscraper building, and then Joel gives Ellie a boost. Okay. And then yes. immediately Ellie gets up. She's like, "Oh my god." what is that oh my god and then she like runs she's like joel you have to see this and like joel gets what up there it? what is it and joel has to chase her around for like a solid minute before he sees the giraffe and how did ellie see that immediately that's a good point how do you how did she see out of there i i get i didn't see an angle where you look outside exactly on there 
That's what I'm saying. Mm. Ellie saw it immediately and just took off running. And then Joel was like, what the hell? What's she running for? And then he sees yeah. it. Uh, as well, secondly, you've never seen a giraffe. All right. How yeah. are you going to respond? You've, you've only seen a giraffe in a book. And you're yeah. like, this was real? I'd be freaked out, dude. This was fucking real? A giraffe to Ellie would probably be the equivalent to a, a dinosaur. dinosaur for us. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 100%. Like, what the fuck? I'd, <sighs> I'd be freaking out running the opposite direction. I probably would. I, I would be very... Because you don't know what's going to be malicious or not. Yeah. A giraffe could stomp the shit out of you. They kill totally. lions. Yeah. All right. Giraffes are tough. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't fuck with that. Yeah. So I, I just thought that was kind of funny. Um, and then that was kind of also a nice little touching moment there between uh, Ellie and Joel. Mm-hmm. Like it, it really shows. Because up until that point, you hadn't really seen very much emotion from Ellie since the incident with David happened. Right. And then when she was almost it. raped and then eaten. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, understandably. Exactly. Okay. And so you not see... understandably, understandably raped and eaten. Understandably. Yeah. She's upset. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No, understandably. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but yeah, you get, you get to see a nice little touchy moment there. And then right afterwards, uh, they make their way down and Joel opens up to the mm-hmm. fact that, that he was the guy who shot at himself and missed. Yeah. And then the way that he kind of looks at Ellie kind of shows that Ellie is Joel's reason to live. He, he was he was confessing that mm-hmm. essentially to her. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought was, was really touching. Mm-hmm. And that was a great lead up to the rampage that happened. That made me understand rampage! that. Rampage! That's, that's good stuff. That... That was a very intense episode. How it closed out was very... In- I mean, the way it closed out was exactly like the video game. But I... Of course, you can't just be like, Oh, that's great. They're going to live happily forever back in this town of Jackson. And nothing bad will ever follow them from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nope. Last of Us Part 2. I'm just going to say, I, I don't like golfing anymore yeah i've never liked golfing (laughs) this the game of golf damn you um i am excited though did you see that naughty dog is looking at announcing it their third game no but it's or sorry the last of us multiplayer so it's not last of us interesting i mean i could i could totally see that especially with how popular this tv show is Right. It makes me kind of wonder if they were kind of thinking about it to begin with. And then they were like, you know what? We're going to launch a TV show and then announce the game. The thing, though, that I if I recall correctly, uh, it may have been part two, could have been part one, but there was a multiplayer. There was a multiplayer portion of it where you play as scavengers and you have a team of four or five scavengers and you cut you go and sneak around and kill the other person the other team i very much remember playing against other actual players not npcs multiplayer damn it looks hardcore it is i remember it being difficult as fuck that looks like it but overall like the game was for me too because it was just a whole different playing style yeah it does not look like an easy game 
and then and then add a multiplayer faction to it. I'm curious. I'm curious how they're going to up it, how they're going to make this one different. If they're not doing a third story, a continuation, a part three, how are they going to adapt a multiplayer without just doing the same thing over? I mean, they could do a spinoff. Uh, they could. They could do some backstory. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's there's quite a few different avenues that they could take. They could pick just a random character and make a whole different story. So, a story that's part of the training session for the yeah. game, and then could do something like that. You. Okay, something like that. I was curious. I thought that that was interesting news coming out for yeah. the Last of Us. Maybe you have like two factions. You have you have Fedra and you have the Fireflies. That would be kind of cool, right? I thought that that that's what that was, but yeah, that would definitely add to the story a bit more. Yeah. Maybe each uh, map you unlock is part of a different story. Cool. Good to close up on there. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. That's been... Uh, uh, do you want to do some last final thoughts since this is the end of season one? I have no thoughts. No thoughts no. on how season one was? <laughs> I have zero thoughts in my brain. Same. No. Last thoughts. Hit me. Season one was great. Season was epic. Aside from episodes three and seven, which were greatly filmed in their own right, however, I don't think that they were necessarily relevant, or did they contribute oh. very much to the to the actual plot of the storyline? Yeah, the entire season. Very happy with how it is. Very happy with the character arcs, the acting. I'm glad that they didn't kill off Joel. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy for that, and I'm so excited for season two. I'm I'm curious. I I'd, I'd want to see maybe for funsies. I'll I'll create out a graph of their rating system for each of their episodes Ooh. because i'm curious to see how episodes three and seven mapped out you know what let's just you, do that right now right like i'm very curious you because you pinpoint those two that was uh with the the lovers the gay lovers and ellie's backstory yeah just how those fared out again with everybody else uh did people drop off afterwards because it seemed like every episode the ratings just climbed higher and higher yeah let's see okay so while you're looking at that i think for my final thoughts on this i'm very so stoked that they did this i loved how they took the different turns in it putting the fungus in the bread and mutating it and then it just infected the world in the Mm -hmm. matter of days kind of thing yeah really fuck it that scares the shit out of people so so much better Mm -hmm. how you can spend thousands of years building up civilization then Mm -hmm. span of three days it's all gone gone and so i love how they did that pedro pascal bella ramsey they did tremendous jobs they don't uh, i was just talking about this that somebody was mentioning how they don't look exactly like the player the uh, uh video game does and they're not supposed to you can't get somebody who looks exactly like that but they told the story so incredibly well i i know that it was superb acting pedro pascal you see him in interviews mm-hmm. completely different than joel miller oh yeah like absolutely something else so the the acting and the storytelling were on par this season i'm excited to see the next season they're going to be splitting up part two and it's going to be uh multiple seasons okay so, i like that yeah i like that a lot um yeah uh, this idea. season seemed to be very short 
it seemed to go by very quick but i was also like very very much looking forward to each and every episode i'll have to see again i think it was about uh it was more than 10 hours of gameplay for the last of us part two so uh that that would be quite a lot to put into eight hours of a show it'll be interesting though i think that they have a lot of room to uh to expand yeah. on the little details i i'm excited i want to see what they're going to do for easter eggs on this next season yeah because it was riddled with them i mean video games are all about easter eggs and so they really brought that to life in the show I'm really trying to find the last of us ratings by episode here okay there we go got it so okay i was right I was kind of along the lines of what the general consensus is here. Three and seven weren't uh, mm-hmm. so, so hot. The average is 8.75 ratings. Okay. And so episode one was 9.25. The highest rated was going to be episode five, Endure and Survive. Mm-hmm. That one was rated 9.5. This isn't Rotted Tomatoes. This is RatingGraph.com. Episode three was given an eight. Episode seven was given a 7.4. Ooh, okay. So three and seven were here. I'll just show you on the lower end right there. Yeah. So everything else is kind of above this line besides episode four, three, and seven. Okay. So kind of interesting there. I mean, they're still highly rated because I think that they were filmed fantastically. The views, the views of that millions, millions Mm. of views. So very fucking sweet. Loved it. Uh, What are you going to give? What are you going to rate the season? This season, I'm rating it without 3 and 7, I'd give it a 9.5. With 3 and 7, I'll give it an 8.5. 8 point, the whole point. Mm-hmm. Half a point each of those guys. You hear that? You docked it. All right. Um, I'm kind of curious what you're going to think of the next season because you didn't like so much about the love stories and and whatnot. But season two is supposed to be have quite the love stories. Really? Mm-hmm episode or part two is supposed to be because uh it's supposed to be a five-year time jump so ellie will probably be about 18 yeah kind of thing i mean i'm okay with it here and there but i just don't want like whole episode just entirely focused on it okay i see what you mean but if it's like if it's a side thing that i'm okay with if it's not like i just don't want it to be a major focus like it was with episodes three and seven gotcha that's that's kind of where where it's at for me okay because i'm in it for the action i'm in it for Give though. Michael a little bit of gay loving, but not too <laughs> much gay loving. Just a little bit of side gay loving. Just some of this. So the gay loving is a side mission for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a side mission. <laughs> All right. That closes us out. Season one of The Last of Us. Nine episodes. Fucking dreamy spectacular job bringing video games to the big screen uh a a redemption a real redemption a cinderella story if you would Mm -hmm. all right michael's giving her an 8.5 i'm gonna round her out with a 9.3 that just sounds good to me rounding to 9.3 that's not a round number at all (laughs) but okay 9.35 that's even worse. <laughs> uh, I'm going to skew further and further. Uh, all right. Last of Us Season 1. Catch us next time. What are we going to talk 
next time. We've got a lot coming out. We got Mandalorian. We got John Wick. I'm excited. We've got Shazam, and Ooh. we've got Dungeons and Dragons. All right. Oh man. Stick tune. March is a packed month for us. This has been MDC. That's my boy Michael in the chair there, and I'm Cody, and we're out. Peace. This has been MDC Podcast. We want to thank you for listening. Make sure to like, subscribe, and tell Grandma. We're dropping new episodes every Sunday and Thursday. Let us hear what we should do next down in the comments. Numere, you dorks.